Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Young F.A. Holmes. So scary, won't let them bury me That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like Curry And boy, I'm getting money, I'm getting money uh-huh. Alright, welcome back to Don V Fridays On a game day Where we got our asses whooped Got our asses blitzed um, Got our ass packaged up and put under the Christmas tree from a hot 757, it was 70 degrees down here today. Uh, we got Drift in the building. How you living, my boy? I'm kind of happy it's over, bro, to be honest with you. Like, I'm just, right. I'm happy it's done. Like, we can finally move on. I feel like we were trapped. Like, I was in purgatory for the last month, and now we're finally out. So, I'm it's finally over, bro. It's, it's over. I wish it didn't end like that, though. Getting waxed like that, a little too bad, you know? If it was a little closer, I feel a little better, but it wasn't too many positives to take away. But I'm excited that we got great guests today. Josh Wonko to great, introduce great, yourself. Great All right. What's up, everybody? My name is uh, Josh Jackson, uh, former quarterback, Virginia Tech, and the University of Maryland. What a day to come on, too. <laughs> you could have picked what a better a day, day to come on. <laughs> hey, perfect, perfect way to get off. Perfect. Yeah. Way. Before we get into the game, and, and um, I'm pretty sure you had a rooting interest. I can't say I did. I really, I just, I think I, I was pretty solid that, you know, I knew Maryland was going to be able to get the dub. I didn't think it was going to be like that, but I also wanted to see a close game because I ain't want to hear all the shit from former teammates on either team. So, but. Yeah, and no, I ain't, I ain't have no I wasn't rooting for nobody. And how how do you feel being like in the middle between both of these teams? Like, I mean, you spent time at both programs, and you know, just like sitting back watching now. Like, how do you how do you approach it? Yeah, I mean, it it was just it was just funny, honestly. Like, especially when I saw it, they was playing for the first time, and then the the Josh Jackson Bowl tweets. I, all that shit was just funny. So I was more so just looking forward to it. Um, I wish I could have gone to the game, but at hindsight, I'm glad I didn't go because that would have just that wouldn't have been too fun to watch. Right. But yeah, um, I don't know. No, no way either either side. I guess. Gotcha. I mean, you could tell us who you really voted wanted to win after this after the pod, and I know you got connections both ways. Um, <laughs> you could tell us who. I'll, you... let, I'll let you know after the pod. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get it. Let's get into the game, man. Merlin beat Virginia Tech fifty-four to ten. They gave us a fifty-piece, fifty-piece, no Polynesian sauce. Beat the shit out of us. Um, baby tour, baby tour was he sliced us up, man. Baby tour sliced us up. Uh, defense, our defense got killed. 
Uh, play calling was what it was. We were down a backup quarterback, starting to receive was gone. It was what it was there. Uh, Josh, you were an expert on all of this stuff. Um, what did you see from your expert opinion? I saw, like, exactly what you said. I mean, it's tough to, like, let's just say Virginia Tech's out of it. Like, their offense, I mean, how are you going to operate when you got to – you're going into a bowl game where you got a kid that's – I think they said they're throwing the ball two times going into the game. Or what was it? Yeah, two – Yeah. Something. Yeah, and hadn't had a lot of experience, not much of a thrower. So, just right. watching the first quarter – First, first, second quarter when they're literally just trying to run the ball, the whole thing, just in uh, 22 personnel, whatever they were in, it, you knew it was going to be tough. Um, and then Leah balled. So, and obviously not having, uh, let's see, not having uh, basically Tech's best corner in there. And like mm-hmm. Barrel Jones balled. He had two big touchdowns. Seven, um, five, seven all day. Mm-hmm. Yep, seven, five. Uh, and then, uh, couldn't stop him on the run. Fleet balled. They put in. I never met that big running back, but I was that motherfucker. Oh my god. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He was. Is he really like two eighty? They said he was two eighty on the broadcast. I never met him. I never met him, but mm. uh, he he looked all at least like two fifty, two sixty. He's he big as shit. Through, he ran through Dax and he ran through one of the the defense linemen on that touchdown. So yes, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was all or whatever. <laughs> so, so they I mean Drift, what was your what was your takeaway from the game? I just I wanted to see more shots. I mean, we didn't get anything from the offense uh in terms of throwing the ball to start the game. And then they had that long that long pass on the sideline. Uh mm-hmm. and, and that was nice. And then they followed it up with three straight runs and kicked a field goal. And I was like, I just wanted the offense to throw more. Like I wanted to at least see us fail throwing the ball rather than just run the ball for three downs and then fail. But Josh, what's your take like being in the being in the offense, like being in Corn's offense and then watching it now? Like, do you understand why they didn't throw or are you on the same boat? I I mean, you in a bowl game and it's your last game as a coach, I would at least throw that. I would have least been taking some shots i mean the one works and why not just keep doing it honestly they pass protect like he got the shit knocked out of him a few times but a couple of them were his fault Mm -hmm. so like if you see the line working down and the no the guards nope the guard isn't blocking nobody but the tackle comes down that he messed up the protection so i think he got Mm -hmm. himself a couple times Mm -hmm. um and then yeah i mean obviously they didn't have too much to work with but damn still (laughs) he gotta go out fighting yeah yeah it just kind of felt like the team just laid down and and there wasn't a whole lot of effort I mean I guess that's kind of a product of you know being at the the regime's last game but I just wish I saw a little more fight from the team that's all uh defense was defense was okay to start and then they just started getting torched Um, Mm. they were they were in a bad spot I mean being down like that quick so they got torched with Brent Pride getting interviewed, and he was talking was about bringing bad. back great. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. I was watching the. Oh man. And bad. then he goes, and then he goes, a dynamic quarterback that can play, and then guy just throws a bomb like mm-hmm. in the middle of that sentence. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what from a hokey perspective? Because we have a turp on, and I worked at University of Maryland. I used to be a construction worker in D.C. I used to work at University of Maryland all the time. Shout out to them. But what positives can a Hokie take from this performance going forward? 
drunk. <laughs> you go ahead. All right, I'll uh. I'll start with Jaden at wide receiver. Like I thought, I thought his catch was nice. Like you know, he he had some separation. I thought he ran a good route. And we we don't really have a lot of, of depth. A lot of young players in the receiving core losing obviously Trey and Tay uh, to the transfer portal. So bringing him back is nice. I, I feel okay there. Uh, Malachi Thomas is still going to be around, so he's okay. I mean, those are kind of the you want to see like your young guys be around and and still be here. Some of the guys can play. So I'm looking at them, and you know that's really kind of. The big positive that I see other than that, it's kind of bleak. I mean, we got to hope that they hit the portal well because the quarterback play really needs to improve. Yeah, I, I was I was second that. And then I'll just shout out uh, Gallo's little brother, Nick. He, I thought he had a mm. good game. But other than that, it was it was tough watching. Um, but, yeah, it, it, was, it was tough watching that game. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to pull any positives from that game if you're a Virginia Tech fan, alumni, whatever. Um, pay you play. He got a catch. I think that was his first catch. Or yeah, his, his first catch of his career. So, shout outs. Yeah. To the top of the defense. So He did. He did. So, He's, the speed is as advertised. Yeah, even after his injury, too, because I believe he messed up his ankle pretty bad. Uh so it's good to see him running around still, but yeah, they're gonna. It's 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 then, not looking good right now. I like and then always hosting. I mean, he don't Thanks. ever. He Thanks. always all the they've done him dirty fucking his whole time he was there, but he he always just goes to work. So hosting yeah, as well. Shout out, shout out, Jalen hosting and Marco Lee. We had a Marco Lee sighting too. So yeah, facts. And what's your take on on Jalen? Because I feel like he should have played way more, and he was playing more at the beginning of the season, and then he kind of just was. like we didn't see him anymore. Like he was just gone. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. He was a. I mean, he played. And he played well too. Was, yeah, he played well, and he's always been a solid back. So I don't know necessarily what the hell happened there. Um, but they, that staff. One thing is they'll get grudges, and then they won't put you back in. So. Um, Probably mm-hmm. said something, did something, and that, that's what led to it, knowing that, that staff. Yeah, he tweeted he got blackballed a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. He did tweet some. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That, 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 that'll get you fully blackballed. If yeah. You kind of blackballed. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, from a Terp standpoint, they can pull a lot of positives from this performance. But what stood out to you uh, as a Merlin alum supporter former player definitely leah i mean he just continues to develop and then i like i mean well he was 20 20 to 24 two tuds um right yeah he he just continues to get better i think i mean he had an up and down season but also that's his second season as a starter and the year before was the kobe year so he just continues to get better he looked like he i know he, he's a leader i mean everybody on the team fucks with him um, the receivers played well. Uh, Daryl Jones, the dude who has been there and always kind of always grinded. And like you said, a seven five seven dude. Uh, he's a senior. That was, I believe, his last game. So mm-hmm. great to see that. Um, and then also the young guys, like they were just making plays and they were physical as hell. Like they were knocking yes. the shit out of them on offense mm-hmm. and defense. They they came to play. So um, a lot of good things for sure to look at. For, for the Terps. Were you? Yeah, uh, no, they, they, they definitely, that can be a launching pad to a solid 2022. Absolutely. 
Yeah. That can definitely be a launcher pad to a solid 2022. Um, they didn't have a whole lot of opt-outs like Virginia Tech did, but they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, they did. Yep. They did. And even their guys that are going to the draft, like Chig, uh, the tight end, he still played. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Sam, uh, the defensive end, still plays. So, yeah, I mean, that's just, I guess, the difference there. But also with Tech, I mean, you're losing your coach. I mean, like, does that, you know, does that so. speak to – uh culture whereas in anybody who was draft eligible even if they didn't even know they have a draft future they just say fuck it i'm out of here as opposed to merlin with loxley pretty they much they played. yeah because mm-hmm. i mean it's just the difference of the programs like right like one is obviously on a negative downfall right now or hopefully will turn around and then lox is just turning things around and they ended that on a high note and shit they, that was their first bowl game since 2014, 2014 I think. Yeah. And yeah, and they bought. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, man, man. Shout out, shout out to Locks, man. A, a lot of Virginia Tech fans tried to say that man couldn't coach, you know. He busted <laughs> our ass. Yeah, facts. Merlin been on our ass for the last two weeks because they got Ramon Brown from us in recruiting. Mm-hmm. And they bust our ass on the field. <laughs> There's a lot of shit talk that day on Twitter too, with tech fans going at Maryland fans saying that we're a better program and Mm. That was that mm. was tough. That was tough to watch. Actually. I mean, in basketball, we beat them in basketball. <laughs> yeah, we did. We got them there because we're a basketball school now. That's why we're basketball. Maryland's, we're the basketball team. <laughs> Maryland's Twitter was all one too. They was killing the Virginia Tech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they was killing them. So yeah, no, nah, that was that was tough, man. That was tough. But but I mean, it's the pinstripe bowl. Um. This is a question for Drift specifically, and obviously, Josh, you can chime in. We wore Yankee, you uh, Yankee logo on the left side of the helmet. Everybody knows that New York Yankees donated a million dollars to Virginia Tech after the shooting in 2007, and they played a scrimmage. Um, I want to say in 2008. Shout out to the New York Yankees, that was a dope gesture. That don't mean I got a light day logo on our helmet. Uh, how y'all feel about that? All right. So from my perspective, I don't really watch a whole lot of baseball. Uh, I know the Yankees are like the powerhouse of the baseball world. So a lot of people probably don't like them, but I think their logo is dope. And like you're playing in, you're playing in New York. You can get some fans. Like it looks cool having the logo on there. So I'm fine with it, but I don't have any rooting interest in baseball. So I can't really speak. Like if you like baseball and you hate the Yankees, I fully understand why you don't like it on the Virginia tech helmet. Um, I thought it was just cool to see, though, because we haven't seen anything like that. And it was cool to see that the school would take the chance to put something on the uniform like that because we've been so selective with changing our uniform up. So I was fine with seeing it. But that's kind of my take on it. I know you're a Braves fan. So you what do you think? Like You don't like you don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't, like, I don't like it at all. I'm a Braves fan. World champs smoking on that Yankee pack, even though we ain't played them. No, no, definitely. I don't want nothing Yankees on nothing. The Yankees, the Lakers, the Cowboys, you either a fan of them or you can't stand them. It's just the way it go. Mm-hmm. Understandable, understandable. Josh, what, what do you have to say? Anything or you just? I, I mean, I thought it was cool, especially for, I mean, what the Yankees did um, after the shooting. So I thought that was cool how they kind of, I guess, returned. I don't know yeah. what, what, he, say, well, what they did. But I could care less about the Yankees one way or another. So, yeah. But I thought it was it was cool how they did it. So, 
I guess when the Yankees came, they they kind of wore. I think I saw a picture where they had like Yankee hats with Virginia Tech logos on them and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I guess it was kind of like a like a switch. Like, hey, we're gonna have our yeah, helmet yeah, with your yeah. logo. They so, you know, what I mean, it wasn't like we pulled that out of nowhere. So right. I can like kind of understand it, but yeah. I mean, that that's as far big as ass I, that was a big ass logo though. They could have put a decal on there or something. <laughs> that was a big ass <laughs> logo. They could have done it. At least they didn't do both sides of the helmet. Like at least they right. only did one. Not a bit foul, yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to the to the Hokey fans that are also Yankee fans. I'm pretty sure they loved it. Oh, they did definitely. Yeah, pretty sure they must have been like Christmas for them. Chris, oh, that auction. <laughs> Wait for that auction. <laughs> that shit gonna fly off the shelf. Yep. Big facts. So, is it any? Is it any? Thing left we need to take from this uh pinstripe bowl positives negatives um we got i mean we got our ass kicked basically there's nothing positive i can pretty much take from that game yeah i think that's i think that's it i think there's, that's pretty much all we can talk about for the game i do want to ask josh like would would you watch this offense now uh you know especially like playing in it um like, how does it feel like sitting back and watching it? Like, do, do you feel like you know what they're going to do because it's kind of scripted like that? Or, like, I'm just curious from, like, your perspective. Man, one of my uh, – Chase Mumaw, he was a walk-on quarterback at Tech. You would remember him from the uh, Camping World Bowl when he threw the, the fake punt that we hit mm-hmm. on him. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, we was talking during the first quarter, and we was calling the plays out. Mm. It was it's like <laughs> it's the same shit, and it it's like bad how I can still sit here and be like, all right, this is gonna be their sixty six buck bullet, sixty six buck, and then boom, there it is. And then they they uh, or we're going Porsche, which is just a quick game. Like, so it it was sad. We was literally just on the phone, like, all right, what you think this play is gonna be? And we got it, like, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's it was crazy. Weird. Y'all 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 played it and seen it every day in practice. We called the plays out too. And we yeah, on the cat. <laughs> and uh, what did what did EB tweeted today? Uh, how, how we talked about that with Fu uh, in the team meeting. So yeah, it's I mean it's very predictable. It's the same yeah. shit. So. Did, and you, I'm assuming you saw that when you were there too. When when you were, or... I'm pretty sure I was in the meeting, but also that was when my leg was broke. So I don't know if I was like in that meeting or not. But I definitely heard about it. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, no, nah, I do remember that though. So that, yeah. man, shout out Manuel Belmar, man. Come on, Donby Friday, tell your story, man. <laughs> yeah, I know he, you got a story to tell, bro. He, he definitely do. So we talking with Josh Jackson from the state of Michigan. Yes, sir. Before I even get into any sports, what is the winter like in Michigan? Because I'm from I'm from seven five seven Virginia. We don't really have winter time. What is Michigan wintertime like? I'm talking well, to Michiganders. You are right talking now. Michiganders. It's not that bad right <laughs> now, but it was so, like growing up, it would be like negative 20, negative 30 wind mm. and you still got to go to school. <laughs> like six, seven inches of snow, all that. I mean, mm. it's exactly what you think it is. It's cold as hell, mm-hmm. windy, and just, yeah, that's that's what. That's what it is, as bad as you think it would be. Josh, do you remember the polar vortex? I think you were, mm-hmm. I think you were at Tech because it was my sophomore year, 
and at college, but the polar vortex came through Michigan in like February of like, I think 2018 or 2019. And it was like negative 40 for like five days straight. I wasn't there, but yeah, I remember that. Cause my <laughs> yeah. dad was calling me like, like, cause all school got canceled. Yeah. So yeah. School was yeah, out yeah. for like a week. Crops got fucked for the summer. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. Nah, but it would be like negative 28 and they still have you go to fucking school. Yeah. Cause like, mm-hmm. or some shit. nah, that's and, wild. You get an inch of snow, you fucking out. <laughs> That's, well, yeah, down here when it snows, like we get flurries and everything shuts down. Like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, yeah, shout out, shout out to Michigan. What's is Tom Brady cool in real life? Like, what, what was that like talking to Tom I never Brady? Met him. I've never met him in real life. I just talked to him over the phone twice. I mean, he was obviously like I'm talking to him. This is like I got fucking I don't know. The goat is on the phone. So, I, I mean, I was uh, shell shocked for sure. But he, I mean, it was cool. It was two good conversations I had with him. They're both like five minutes. It was nothing crazy. But um, yeah, no, I mean, he, he's the goat, man. It's, it's so obviously it was it was it was a cool conversation. So, so your dad spent a lot of time at Michigan. Uh, you know, obviously mm-hmm. talked to Tom Brady. Are you like a are you like a Michigan fan behind the scenes? Are you behind the scenes? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, like somewhat because. They kind of did, like, they did my dad dirty at the end, and they obviously only offered me as an athlete. So, I mean, it's kind of mm. – it's whatever how that worked out. But um, still going to root for him. Um, definitely, uh, I went to the O-State game this year. Um, mm. So, yeah, nah, definitely, definitely a Michigan fan. Like, our whole fucking basement is Michigan because my dad coached there 22 years. So, yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, and Michigan popping right now. They in the playoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ohio State, huge game on mm-hmm. Friday. Yeah, I think I think they'll fuck around and beat Georgia too. Yeah, I think they can. I think I they agree. can. Especially we'll see. Get up. Yeah, somebody need to screen grab that. Screen, screen grab all. <laughs> we, hey, we bring lies up, man. You, we we pull receipts around here. Yeah, there's a you, lie every you week. You think guys. Georgia gonna whoop their ass? I think Georgia gonna win. I don't know if I whoop yeah. them. I think I think the difference will end up being that I think Cage just a little bit better than that. Facts. That's it. Mm. And, Facts. And I think it's gonna rely on the quarterback at the end of the day. So I think whoever which one of them doesn't fuck up will be who wins. So Yeah, especially my, if Michigan gets out early on them. Like I think Georgia playing behind, I don't see it. Yeah, but same same for Michigan though. Like whatever team it has to fall on to the quarterback will probably end up losing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rivers man. winning at halftime. Yeah. yeah. Big shout outs to Michigan. Like I said, anybody can say, yo, can't ain't nobody ever been on Donovan Friday said he spoke to Tom Brady. So <laughs> doing something right. Hey, tell Tom on the phone with the goat. Tell Tom to come yeah. on Donovan Fridays, maybe. Tom Brady, come on Donovan Friday, tell your story. I know you got some shit. I know you got some stories to tell, bro. He left the girl from our robot. Like, who ghosts a, a actress? But Tom Brady. So yeah. come to on, Dr. Super- Friday, tell your story. To get a supermodel. So to date a supermodel. So you came in a 2016 class. So that was like the first Fuente class. Yeah, um first class. You came in, uh, you was two quarterback because Gerard Evans came in that class too. Uh, yeah. we had Gerard on here. What was Gerard like in the in the room, in the quarterback room and meetings, things like that? Gerard, I mean I think because I heard Kuma talk about it. He was just how Kuma talked about. Like, mm. uh, he was 
he walked in there like, you know, he was that guy. He ended up having a hell of a year. And that's that's how Gerard is. Shit. He's a confident just individual. Um, and then I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's just Gerard. All of it is all off his confidence and just him being just a freak athlete and just being the best. He was the best player on the field, the best athlete on the field. So mm-hmm. um, so no, so I, I was, asked that because it leads to my next question. Like, so you knew he was going to leave too? Oh, we all, we like, for real, it was, we was on the bus. I think, I can't remember where they were taking us. He was like, yeah, I'm here one and done. And I'm over here mm. like, cause I came in early. Cause I was like, shit, I'm, I'm going to try to start. Like, yeah, it ain't just over like that already. And <laughs> <but> nah, he, <laughs> that's how Gerard came in there. And he was like that until he left. Absolutely. Mm. But that was he was like for sure like a we 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 was pretty cool. He was definitely like a, a role model, him and Motley for me, uh when mm. I got there. Gotcha. Shout out Brendan Motley. Absolutely. Big facts. So, yeah. And walk us walk us through your recruitment. See, you, you know, you mentioned earlier about how Michigan only offered you as an athlete. Were you were you looking at any other places in the Midwest or what kind of drew you to Virginia Tech going so far down south? Yeah, um, I thought I was gonna go to Northwestern. Um that was like that was like my second offer um, out of high school. Like, so I went to I went to two high schools. Um, my first high school was trash. So um, like I started varsity as a freshman, went 0 and 9, like was getting sacked 10, 12 times a game, like just horrible. Right. And then mm. transfer. So I didn't play as a sophomore. So my recruitment was a little behind. Had a good junior and senior year. So my top schools were probably Northwestern. Tech, Minnesota, and Utah, but my dad wouldn't let me go to Utah. So that was kind of that was kind of my recruitment. Yeah, he did good huh? keeping you out of Utah. <laughs> uh my dad is uh <laughs> country old man from Louisiana. He wasn't letting oh, me go. Oh <laughs> nah, he did good. <laughs> yeah, he was not letting me go out there. But um, and then how I got to tech was just uh the lefty connection. My dad coached with him at or uh, coached and coached with him at Michigan. Um, so I had known him since I was a kid or a baby. So Scott Leffler. Yep. Uh, Leffler. Mm. He trained me when I was in middle school. Uh, I think when he was at the lions. Um, so yeah, he, I mean, I had always known him, knew he was a a good quarterback coach. So that kind of what got me to tech. And then when I visited, I was with Cam, Gistro, Zay, uh, Kendall Fuller, like, I mean, we, and, and D-Law. So, I mean, we all hung out, worked out. I mean, it just, I mean, that was probably the perfect guys to be with on, on an unofficial visit. And yeah, it, it was just home for real. So that was it. Committed the next day, I think, something like that. Hell yeah. But yeah. Now, look, looking back on your Virginia Tech career, what was kind of, what was your like favorite atmosphere, favorite game that you played in? I watched it yesterday. I'm I'm in quarantine, so yeah, I got I got bored. Uh, I watched the Miami game 2017 at Miami when uh, J Lo mm. in the fucking stands. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was cool. That was that game. That was that was nuts. But also, I mean, at Florida State in 2018 was sick. Being able to see their entrance, see that atmosphere, everything like that. Um, those would probably be those would probably be my top two. Gotcha. My my favorite game I saw you play was West Virginia though. Yeah, facts. Yeah, I was at that game. You was in your bag that night. <laughs> yeah, actually, I I just forgot. So 
nah, the favorite atmosphere, if you're just saying atmosphere, not result of the game, was um, Clemson on game day because Mike Vick mm. came up to me right before, mm. like, our last drive and before we go into the tunnel. It was like, this shit's real. Like, go do, like, whatever. Like, I can't even remember what he said, but that that was awesome. Fucking Vic coming up to me. So, oh, yeah. That, I'll yeah. say those, yeah. those three are my top three for sure. That's got to be a crazy-ass moment having Mike Vick come up to you. And he popped out of nowhere, too, because he was just on the field. Like, literally, I was about to go into the huddle. We do our last play. We go out. And, yeah, that was that was nuts. That was That's something you don't forget. So. Man, you out here talking to the goat goats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I've, I've been definitely blessed to talk to some great, you know, quarterbacks and football players, for sure. 20, 2017, uh, Virginia Tech. This was the last good Virginia Tech team, by the way. Um, yeah. You was the starting quarterback of the last good Virginia Tech team. Had potential to be a great team. Had NFL players on offense and defense. Um you were a red shirt freshman. Did you ever feel pressure as a red shirt freshman? Like you got the Edmonds brothers, you got, you know, uh Tim Settle, you got so many Wyatt Teller, so many great hokies. And you're a red shirt freshman. Did you ever feel pressure uh playing on that team? Uh I mean, yeah, there's definitely there's always pressure you playing and like college football, everything like that. But on the team, no, those those guys, those were like those were brothers. That's not you know, and it's not like you had any pressure because why was this? Rail was that shit. Me and Rail before every goddamn game, I was I warmed him up, warmed his hands up, get him ready to go. Like that, that's my guy. So it was never anything like that. I would say that team and the team before were mm-hmm. that was those were teams. So um, never would say a pressure from that. Um, we definitely were on each other to 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 work hard, do better, and to execute. I know, like me and Mook definitely got into it a few times. Mm. Just you know, him getting me like, let's fucking go, like you know, shit like that. Yeah, heat in the moment, yeah. but that's again, Luke. That's that's my guy as well. So um, never never any pressure from those guys though, for sure. Gotcha. Hell yeah. Did you feel like um, twenty seventeen? Y'all could have. Cause you lose to Clemson. That's Clemson in the middle of their run. Yeah, they, they lose were. to Miami, who had a crazy good team that year. The Trent, the, they was doing the turnover chain for the first year. I, I, I like I said, I watched that yesterday. I still think we. Uh, I, I was pissed watching that yesterday because we were so we were not aggressive at all in the first quarter, second quarter, but like we were just handing the ball off and. I think we, we could have definitely beat that fucking team. And then the whole season's different because then we're at the top of the coastal and then you well, we still get home a day later after that game and then have to play Georgia Tech. But it was that was definitely a winnable game, if you ask me. Versus Clemson where they were I mean, that was in they had the all AP all Americans on the defense line. Like every yeah, right. they were that was that was a team. That was yeah. So all right, so you feel like Miami? I mean, Clemson's Clemson, but you felt like Miami was a corn special. You could say it. He fat. He gone. <laughs> I feel like Miami. You could put. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm also the quarterback, right? But um, I would have liked to be more aggressive. I, I'll say that. <laughs> you're not the first. You're not the first to say that. 
on here. <laughs> yeah. on it's a com- so. common theme. Common theme. The coach is gone now. You can yeah, you can get off all your corn slander. He gone. He not gonna be. <laughs> I mean, he not gonna have power over nobody's career no longer. <laughs> I know he don't have no power in my career, but I'm just saying like just a corn as as corn. I, I mean that's somebody I was you know with whatever uh, and worked with, but. Man, like when I was in it, I I was the type of I ain't questioning shit. You call the play, I'm running. Um, mm. But uh, hindsight, watching that game because that was the first time I watched it like just live. Mm. Uh, that, that was frustrating to watch. So, but yeah. How often do you go back and like watch your previous games like that? Like you just that was just bored I mean, and just throw it on or. I was bored. I was watching. I finished the show. I was I don't know what the hell. Everything was like nine o'clock. Yesterday, I was like, all right, let me just throw on a game or something. So, uh, watch tape. Yeah. Yeah. It was just bored. So, it was cool. And then, how, how did how did the game play calls differ from the practice? Because when we had Kuma on, he mentioned that, like, they would run plays to get the receivers' confidence in practice. But then when it came down to play call in the game, it was different. And did you notice that when you were there, too? Or is that, you know? Yeah. No, that's, that's true. I mean, we would. We would probably – we have, like, every offense is going to have their base plays. And then each week per team, you're going to put in 10 to 20 new plays to – 10 to 20, like, wrinkles, I guess you can say, that you hopefully will use that will, you know, be successful. And we we would put them in, but we'd really only use, like, the tempos. So, like, for example, like the big play against West Virginia when I got flipped on my head – we would have a variation of that. Like every one of our tempo plays would have a different variation. So we would use those, but there are some plays that we just wouldn't run. And I, just, I don't know if it's because they don't believe that we were ready to run those plays or not, but it's definitely true. Like we would practice a shitload on Tuesday and Wednesday, all these new plays. Thursday, you do your base practice stuff. Friday is just scripted everything. Um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely true. Like there was some shit we – we just wouldn't run it. We wouldn't call whatever play that we practiced all week. So, mm-hmm. and do you think that's like standard across a lot of colleges? Like, did you was that kind of similar at Maryland when you were there in terms of like, hey, we have all these different plays running on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we get to the game and we tone things down? Or was it like, could you notice it more at Tech than you did at Maryland? No, it's, two I mean, offenses. But Maryland, we we would run them. Um, and that was, I mean, the team I played on, we we weren't any good. We went three and three and nine. But we, it's the same thing. You have those wrinkle plays, you practice them up, whichever ones you feel comfortable comfortable in, you run them. But I feel like at Maryland, we definitely ran them. Like we would at least give them a shot, right? right. But tech, I mean, we would just be base base shit, stick to. Like that's why when I'm watching the game, I can still call out the fucking plays. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what's so frustrating to so many fans, like, just watching the game is, like, you just – you feel like they can take those shots, feel like they can open it up. Like, they have to be able to open it up, and they just never do. And I think, you know, people just – it just I mean, sucks. to Corn's – yeah, to Corn's credit this week, obviously, like, you have a quarterback who right. doesn't have as many experience, whatever, but also, fuck, I mean, at that point, like, say the Miami week when the first however many drives were just handing the ball off or throwing a quick nine, stuff, something like that. Like, by then I had showed that I could throw the ball downfield and we would still just be throwing hitches or throwing goes, shit like that. So, right, yeah. It, I, it's definitely frustrating thinking back at it, for sure. 
Did you notice the same thing with uh, with Hendon Hooker when he was going through? He would like him running the ball so much when he was at Tech, and then he goes to they Tennessee and yeah. he's throwing every play. Like he seems like a totally different player now. Yeah, it's like yeah, I mean it was the same for me. Like, why the hell was I the third down back? <laughs> like, right. When we right, had right. Trayvon McMillan on that team, who rushed for a thousand two years prior to that. So mm-hmm. and you got me doing QB power uh against Miami and these linebackers all two forty, two fifty pounds. Like come, come on, man. Like so I, I definitely didn't like it. I it definitely but for my game though, I will say I did like running a little, but Fucking, I shouldn't be the third down back. Same with Hendon, but right. I mean, when, but that's just how they treated me. They should have treated him. That's how they did uh, Gerard. Like, they're just going, that's just how they're going to do it. You think it's part of their offense that they want to run the quarterback that much? Like, you, they just script it to do it like that? or They definitely script it to do it that, like that. But at when he had Lynch, when he had Andy Dalton, they didn't run as much as they yeah, did. Facts. Didn't or how much? I mean, Gerard, I like Gerard was six three two four. Like he was, you. I mean, you got to run big him. As fuck. Right? And then you got to run him. But there's also like amount of carries and amounts of time you want your quarterback to lower his shoulder. So, right. um, I, I would say they didn't manage that well at all, gotcha. especially with Hendon and Gerard. Me, mm-hmm. I was hurt a majority of the year. So, they 2017. Did, yeah. So they did like lean off of that, but um, yeah, I don't know. But so was Hendon because Hendon had the shoulder. Yeah. Dry, so I don't know. It's interesting to think about yeah, why they just uh, Burmeister was duct taped together this year. His ass was still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wonder why they never had a quarterback go fucking more than one year. Yeah, right. it's a different quarterback every year. And most, and a lot of times, quarterback gets injured midseason. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which where? So, Camping World Bowl, I felt like that was a game we should have – y'all should have blew Oklahoma State out. Uh, it was some missed opportunities in that game. Um, oh, I played like shit that game. You ain't got to sugarcoat it. I played like shit that game. Um, yeah, absolutely, we could have beat that team. Absolutely. No, it wasn't just you, though. I mean, it was a game where I felt like we should have blew them out, but it was just a missed opportunities game. It's not. It's never one man fault. Yeah, I mean, there's well, there's like three big plays I still think of the long drive where. Now I'll say this: uh, when we fumbled the ball at the yes. one to do. Uh, so believe it or not, this was the one time I was like, I'm gonna change this fucking play, but I didn't do it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was the one time the whole way I was going to the to the uh, to the line. I'm like, man, I want to fuck. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it. I didn't fucking change it because I tried. I, if I kept the ball, I'm walking in the end zone. But mm-hmm. fucking people, strong ass. So that's how that went. But we had a QB sneak called, and they were in odd formation, and I had Wyatt Teller. Right. We had ran a QB sneak that year, and I think I got like eight nine yards one time. <laughs> so it we got cute and we believe it or not like we didn't practice 30 it's inside zone 32 i still remember that shit we didn't practice that shit all bow prep but we couldn't go qb snake that's one play that pissed me to piss me off that we didn't that that we messed up and then it was over after that it would have been over after that mm-hmm. that and then i mean i missed uh <laughs> i never, 
I always laugh about this. I've never overthrown Henry Murphy in my life other than on that damn poster out in the game. Never once overthrown him because he's fucking – he was the fastest receiver he had. And I, I missed him there. And then what was – I feel like there's a third play that – and then, yeah, the pick, me and Phil was on the wrong page. I thought he was staying. He went in, pick. So, yeah, that was that was a tough game. But we definitely – Let's say we still should have won. Yeah, all that's yeah, all that's saying still should have been able to build. Still should have won. Before we yeah. get in the 2018 season, I gotta pay some bills. Y'all already know the sponsor, man. Spotify Green Room. It's a live audio only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to fans, athletes, and insiders on real in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. You can start, join ongoing conversations, watch games together, all of that. All this uh, Adam Schefter, COVID news. If you want to be on the inside, uh, I'm pretty sure there's somebody on there doing shows every day. All you need to do is download Spotify Green Room app for free in the iOS app store. Come with your spiciest takes. We're talking with legend Josh Jackson, who... um. Played at both Virginia Tech and Maryland. So it's ironic. You come on a day where Maryland beats the shit out of Virginia Tech. 2018 season, you you got you got starts under your belt. Um, had a solid freshman season, 20 touchdown passes, um, six touchdowns on the ground. Um you're I think you in competition with Ryan Willis. But I think every Hokie fan with a brain knew you were the starter. Um, what was your mindset going into the 2018 season and playing Florida State on the road first game? Yeah, that was they we competition lasted like a week. It was me, Han, uh, AJ, AJ, it was Bush. me, Han, and, and Ryan, and Quincy was there. I think AJ had left. Um, but yeah, so I mean that. That was all going off of that season. They still, you know, said, you know, going to compete, whatever. Uh, that competition, it got to a point where I was just I, – I think I went in the corner's office after the first week. I was like, have y'all – is this enough yet? Because I was <laughs> missing reps with, like, the ones, right? I'm not getting reps with the ones because y'all are trying to entertain this. Um, right. And then, yeah, after a week, I got named the starter again. Um, going into that game, though, that was wild because they had, like, all summer, they had us conditioning in, like, uh, sweatpants and sweatshirts mm. uh, to get ready for that game. But it was definitely – I mean, that's that was a great way to start off your season to go at Florida State, just straight business trip. And, honestly, we should have beat them by even more if you had Yes. Thanks. Uh, like, I think what Dame stepped out – or was had one foot out on our second drive that would have put us up 14 instead of 10. And then Kuma threw fucking that damn corner to the ground on the other touchdown to him and he got the pass interference call. So we definitely should have whooped the shit out of them. But um Which y'all yeah. still did. We still did, but it should have been it could have like, been worse. Yeah, it should have been a lot worse. It should have been a lot worse than that. Um but and then let's see what else. Who we play it was William and Mary handled them then we had uh it was the hurricane so that we couldn't play coastal Carolina but not coastal uh eastern Carolina 
Right. Um, and then played ODU and broke my leg. So, yeah, that was that. Was that. And uh, then, the ODU game that will forever live in Hokie infamy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Damn near split the team up. All kinds of crazy shit happened, like, after that game. crazy shit happened that night. <laughs> That is for sure. A lot. What was your? I mean, you were hurt. I mean, unfortunately, you got hurt, and and I still saw some of the crazy shit that happened. <laughs> were, you in, were you in the locker room at that point? Yeah, I was in the locker. Man, that was that was rough, man. Because I think I fell twice too, like off the crutches, because the, mm. the floor got wet or whatever. And obviously, so I'm sliding. Fucking legs broke, everything. And then I was. Do y'all know what happened with T Hill? Yeah, he came on and told. He came on and told us. Yeah, and then he knocks into me and damn near knocks me over, running out of the damn uh, locker room. Uh, so he probably ain't say that, but yeah. shout out T. <laughs> shout out <laughs> Trayvon. Yeah. Nah, that was that was ridiculous. Um, like that whole that whole game was fucking ridiculous. Um, and it happened, but it was tied when I broke my leg, and that's all I'm, I'm gonna say about that shit. So right, that's, that's yeah, yeah, that game will. We'd have had that that game told on this uh podcast like three or four times, and we yeah. get like a new nugget every every single time. <laughs> yeah. We get like yeah. a new fresh nugget every time. It's like unraveling a story. Two two moments for T Hill. One when he about knocked me over running out of the damn locker room because he was pissed, and then the other he comes into the huddle. Um, and like, let's fucking go. Like, what are y'all fucking doing? And it's like a tie game. Like, we're literally just going back and forth scoring. I'm like, what what, right. are, we, what are we not doing, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, T Hill, T is T Hill, man. And that's he's he was he was a great teammate though. But man, that was fucking that was a night. That was a night. That's all I can really say. Cause obviously broke my leg, seating over, everything like that. And then yeah, that was it. That was that last play, last game at Tech. So what did you do after that? I mean, obviously you had just broken your leg. Like Sunday comes and players are off the team. Like from your perspective, like what's going on? Um, I had – so I had seen what happened. Like I saw what happened. So I kind of knew that was T. Hill's last straw there. Um, and then I'm trying to think. Uh, Dre entered the transfer portal. Um, Andre uh, DeAndre Planton. Um mm-hmm. but that was because they would just cap into him the whole fucking offseason, acting like he was gonna be this, that, and third, and then they just did him dirty. So he went in the portal. So I wasn't mad at that. Um Fuente tried to say it as uh you know, quitting on the team, this, that, and the third. Well sure, but also if you're doing your player dirty uh dirty, he's gonna go do what he thinks best for him. So yeah. um that's how that went. But then that horrible season proceeded. I got surgery that Tuesday. Um, yeah, that was kind of it. And then when- I don't even think I had to come into the building. Yeah, I didn't have to come in the building that Sunday. My, like, my shit was broke. Like, right. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was pain med up. So, the- mm. when did you, when'd you yeah. kind of make your decision that you were, that you were done, that you were going to be leaving? Like, did you have that known for a while or? How did that kind of work? No, that was uh, – yeah, I was waiting for y'all to ask that question. Um, yeah. Basically, so it was – it was real, like, wishy-washy, like, because 
they wanted me, so I cleanly broke my fibula. Um, they wanted me to get a plate in my leg um, to heal it right away and then just wait for my ankle to be. Uh, so I tore a leg in my ankle, broke my leg, and they wanted me to get a plate on my leg. And I didn't want to do it because I was like, I don't want to plate my leg if it's a clean break. And the only difference is a week or two. So that's still timed out for me to possibly come back at the end of the season. And they're like, if you come back, you're the starter, you're our guy, you'll, you'll be right back in because we, we had that conversation. Um, later in the season, I then went up, uh, talked to Fu again. I was like, so do y'all want me to, cause I was practicing with my, like with, with the brace and my leg was still broke just so that I could possibly still play. Um, mm. like they were pushing me, like they brought a lot of guys back too early and ended up re-injuring themselves. Um, like Divine Diablo, my, uh, my damn roommate, um, and I'll never forget when I walked out practice the first time, guys were like, no, like, stay the fuck off the fucking field. So they had me practicing. I'd practice till like, half the practice, and then I'd go in and do treatment, and my leg was still broke. So, but then I think it was, like, after maybe Georgia Tech week, they were like, um, yeah, if you come back, it's, like, uh, it's going to be Ryan. And I was like, all right, I mean, okay, uh, I think I wasn't going to end up being healthy enough as it is. So I was like, all right, whatever. So then going into the next year, they're saying it's a competition. Um, we're going to see whose job it is, this, that, and the third. And that was after we just had the worst year in tech history after I had broke my leg. So right. I disagreed with that. Mm. So that led to me, like, obviously, like, I had, there was something I wasn't showing them. So I was not going to let them screw me over a year because I going into that 2018 season, I was like, shit, if I have another good year, I'm going to leave because I had mm -hmm. a really great freshman year. If I would have had another year, shit, go ahead, go get paid. Right. Um, but so I wasn't going to let that affect it because what I, I had done at Tech, um, even like the year I redshirted, like I find out after the fact when I talk with Fu that the only reason he didn't start me then because he didn't know how the year was going to go. So I technically never really lost the competition. And that's something funny to think about because obviously Gerard had a hell of a year that year. But that camp, I was I never played that good at quarterback uh, than, in that camp. And guys were coming up to me like fucking Chuck Clark, Sam Rogers, like keep doing your mm -hmm. thing, like behind you, this, that, and the third. And then it was the last scrimmage. Had a good scrimmage, whatever. Gerard, have y'all heard Gerard punched Galante and got kicked out the scrimmage yet? No, no, <laughs> nah, tell no. the story. Gerard so, didn't even tell the story. Yeah, <laughs> so I no bullshit. Like when Chuck Clark came up to me, I was like, Oh, shit, like I had gained the respect of the team. Um, and guys were like, Yeah, go be like a four year starter, whatever. Um, like I had, there was no, it wasn't cap for me to be in that competition. But right. into the last scrimmage, I had a good scrimmage. Um, and Gerard ended up getting kicked out of it because he swung on uh, uh, Jonathan Galante. And he got kicked out. So I'm like, oh, shit, I think I just won the competition. Mm. And uh, me and Mott are just sitting there like, damn, I think, like, like I'm pretty sure it's going to be me and Mott that are playing. And then Fu comes in just kind of random as hell. He's like, I'm about to go. He, like, opens the door. 
I'm going to go tell the media Gerard's a starter and then close. And, and that was that was it. What? That's how they broke it to us. And I was like. Just right after that? <laughs> like, like, I'll never forget that shit. Because sitt- we're sitting down watching the scrimmage, watching the film. Like, we're still on camp. And he says that. And I'm like, because Corn had told me, like, make sure you're ready week one. And I was like, all right. So, and but then that happened. I didn't play. I was the backup until, I think, after, like, week six or seven, and then they just registered me. So that was my first year then, right? And then right year freshman year, I was the best freshman quarterback statistically in the country. Then mm-hmm. the next year, I had a good start, break my leg. And then now going into that next year, you're telling me I'm back to square one. So I was like, all right. I even, like, it wasn't just – I didn't just make decisions by myself. Like, my dad was a college coach. Right. Um, talked with him. He was like, yeah, there's – He's like, don't you don't let them screw you over. So I left because at that point I was there wasn't a quarterback in that room that was better than me at quarterback. Now, there were guys that are bigger, faster, stronger than me, but they weren't a better quarterback than me. So that's why. Yeah, all tech fans agree with you. We were all we were all stunned, you know, when that happened, especially the whole like QB controversy that was just made up. I mean, like, how do you how do you kind of like deal with that moving forward like i don't know like we we don't know why that they thought that and like why is it a competition yeah i i mean did you ever get I any remember, closure? yeah i got because he wasn't there like the first week we got back so i had to call him like i need to put my name in the portal like um jalen hurts had already done it a few all the quarterbacks already done it and they were getting places i was like i need to get in the portal so i can go somewhere right um and he said some wild shit to me, uh, which led to me just hang because I was always like me and food still are cool. But he said some wild shit um, like I like I abandoned the team during that process. When when I had the broken leg, I traveled to every game except for the uh, North Car- or the Duke game because I was I was fresh out, out of surgery. So, yeah, um, yeah, he tried to say I abandoned the team. I was voted a captain that year. I went to every game. I practiced when my leg was broke. Um, I mean, all that. And then I ended up talking to him probably a month or two later, um, went into his office, talked. He apologized for what he said because it was bullshit. Like, I was trying to help uh, Ryan out as much as I could because I, I was like, you need me to watch film for you, this, that, and the third because he was struggling. Um but yeah, I don't, I don't know why that was the case. I thought at anything it'd be like, hey, like it's your job, but you, you know, you got to go compete for it. But it was not. Everybody's back to square one, and we're gonna see whose job it is. And I'm like, I know whose job it is. So um, he ended up. He never really gave me a good explanation for it. Um, the really the most that I got out of that conversation was because I asked him like why I didn't start as a true freshman, and he gave me his answer, but. Other than that, um, I don't know. And the what probably sucked the most was um, everybody was saying that I was afraid of competition, uh, and that's why I left. Right. And that's what the fans always gonna say. Right. Shit. <laughs> like, I ain't not, like <laughs> I ain't lose no competitions. I, I fuck. I mean, from when I was in fucking grade school to goddamn college, and then I transferred to Maryland. I had to compete against two guys that were already starters there. So, right. Yeah, uh, that was just that was the only thing that was frustrating. But I don't know. 
I'm not sure. What, what made you choose Merlin? Uh, Locks. Uh, he's a hell of a recruiter. Um, for sure. Um, uh, Scotty Montgomery. He was the OC. Um, I mean, I had a good relationship with them. Um, and yeah, it was an easy decision, especially after seeing what he had just done with uh, Tua. So similar offense, and I was like, it was a it was an easy transition for real. Um, right. Other than that, I was thinking again Utah or just go down and play at uh, Bowling Green with Leffler, but I I wasn't gonna do that. So um, yeah, yeah. And then you going from Blacksburg, Virginia, to College, College Park, Park, Maryland, which is inside the Beltway. People don't think yeah. of University of Maryland is a DC school, but it's ten minutes from like Northwest DC. Yeah, I lived in a I I lived in Highsville, which is literally even closer to that shit. So yeah. Um, no, I know you know Spanish then. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, I didn't live in Spanish town. I didn't live in Spanish town. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nah, me and actually Sean Savoy was roommates. But yeah, um, that's what. Well, shout out man. Sean Savoy, legend, DC legend. Yeah, facts. DC. Yes, sir. But, yeah. You used to go out on U Street, go to U Street, get your party went on. Went, went a couple times. Went a couple times. Man, shout out to everybody partying down U Street. Do it big. Nah, nah. I mean, that's world's different than Blacksburg, though. Fucking college park. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was that was crazy. But, yeah, that's kind of, I guess, all the events that led up to me leaving while I left. So. Yeah, you played at Merlin and... um. You came out the gates. You was smoking out the gates. Um, you was the you was the uh, you was involved in a lot of VT Twitter arguments, whether you notice or not. Um, like look at John Jackson. Y'all saying Ryan Willis better than this? Listen, you was involved oh, yeah, in a lot of because yeah. <laughs> he ended up getting benched and then he came in and they had right. a had a solid year. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, blew it at Boston College and then the Duke game happened. Right. Yeah, the infamous yeah. other Duke game. Yeah, that was that was tough to watch too. <coughs> at home. Yeah. yeah. That was... At home. Yeah. Like Shout out Ryan seven. Willis, man, playing for the Chicago Bears. He is. Uh, he was backup. Yeah. yeah. Last week. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Just Cashing them NFL checks. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. He cashed NFL checks, not you and Gerard. The game wow. is all fucked wow. up. Wow. Yeah. The game. The game is all. I'll say it. You ain't got to say it. This game is fucked up. <laughs> I'll say it. Shout out Ryan Willis. Come on, John V. Friday. Tell your story, Ryan Willis. I know you got some stories too, bro. You know Ryan got some stories. That's I know he got some. Way. He was at Kansas too. I know he got stories. Yeah, nah. He was saying some wild shit about Kansas, which was crazy because oh. it was Kansas at that time. So, yeah. Yeah. But what did he say about Let Kansas? Him. Um, like they was getting paid at Kansas. What? <laughs> yeah. By who? I don't. He said like it was funny because he said like after a victory, and I'm like, y'all only had like two or three of them things, and right? They'd have, they'd have some, you know, they'd have a little bag of change, I guess. I, Somebody was paying Ryan Willis at Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> and then not hold on, because not even Ryan, because I my teammate uh, high school went to Kansas as well, and they paid him. He played. Yeah, uh, so it was confirmed. Back. It was confirmed. Safety and corner. Uh, mm. <laughs> my God. Shout out to yeah. Kansas. And I, man, it's a damn shit. I ain't never get paid from nobody, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't get no bag. 
I ain't getting no bag. I ain't get never get the NIL, and then I ain't never get shit under the table. Cause mm. don't try to pay me when my dad fucking uh, was an old coach at Michigan. Like, right, ain't, ain't, ain't gonna work. Did you hear about like under the table paying players and shit like a lot? Like, was that pretty prominent? Hell yeah, that's prominent. Um, I mean, wish it's everywhere. I mean, there's a handful of teams that might not do it, but man. Everybody mm-hmm. getting paid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kansas paying people. <laughs> That's a bad investment. That was, that was right a lot of shit I heard when he said that. <laughs> shit I heard. Never forget that. Kansas paying people. Jesus Christ. Good night. Gerard Evans said Texas and them wanted to pay him. Yeah. He turned I mean, it down. Yeah, yeah he, he turned it down. Yeah, I, I would have turned them bands. Bad, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised, like, honestly, think about it. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't, but shit. Still balled, so. Mm-hmm. Still balled out, still balled out. So, 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 you was the son, you a son, you are a son of a coach. Mm-hmm. What's that like being the son of a coach? Do you feel like, all right, you got to do shit the right way from, from meetings to practice to prep to, or, was or was you was you chilling? Was you doing you? Like, what was that like? Um, my dad, like he was, he wasn't the coaches like that would have me out in the backyard doing three step drop shit like that. You know, working me to death, anything like that. I was okay. just around it all the time. So, like growing up, I was around like all those Rose Bowl teams that for Michigan, all the Big Ten championships, stuff like that. So I got to see how great players operated and just learn from them. It was not anything like, yeah, he was never like harping on me, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that, because I was doing it, because I saw what they was doing. So mm. um, being able to grow up in a culture of football that was, like, I mean, Michigan football, like what they're finally getting back to is, definitely gives you an edge just on learning the game. Like I'd be in my dad's meetings with his running backs, just listening and, taking all that in is something that a lot of people don't get to do. So that's why I think I found my success because my best part of my game was I knew what was going on. So um, just having that edge, I think, is probably what helps coaches kids the most is that they've just been around the game so long and they know it um, and they know how to – they know the habits, behaviors, all that shit that go into being a good player. So it's definitely an edge for sure. And how was it – how was it like talking to your dad while you were a quarterback? Like just being able to like, how often did you talk to him just about scheme shit, just about football in general while you were at Tech? He was all like he, like I said, he would never be like, "What y'all gonna run this? What y'all gonna do this?" Like it was all mental for him. Um, just mm-hmm. how to react, how to respond to the different situations, how to stay cool, calm under pressure. Uh, cup he always says, but. Um, yeah, I mean, he was – that's what he was great at as a, as a dad and as a coach's dad, I guess you could say, is just helping me with my mental and making sure I was sharp there because you ain't going to be able to f- perform if your mental ain't right. So Right. Definitely. He played at Jackson State. Yeah, he did. Jackson he State did. popping right now. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, he played back shit when uh, Walter Payton was a freshman there. So, yeah, no, Pops is old. But, Damn. Yeah, like, Jackson State is uh, – is getting right. For they sure. on, they on. They about to be out here popping. Jackson State out here. Uh, they fucking up the old money. They out here. 
taking number one players and all that. You know, the old money and take too kindly to all that. I mean, with the NIL, I mean, you can do it because mm-hmm. you can still promise a kid fucking three mil. You come to the school, shit, yeah, you're only going to be here three years anyways. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, why not? So, what you got going now? What's, what's, what you got going right now? Me? Oh, shit. Right now, I'm in quarantine. But other than that, uh, I'm getting my PhD uh, at Indiana University. It's in counseling and sports psychology. So, uh, basically, want to work with athletes, and, uh, whether it's from depression, anxiety, whatever you want to go about with it, um, to performance and just working with college athletes and then hopefully professional athletes down the road. So, a PhD. PhD. So it'll be Dr. Jackson one day. One day. Dr. <laughs> Jackson. That's no, nah, that's legendary right there. So that's what I that's what I'm up to. What kind of led you down that route to do uh psychology? Something you always wanted to do or yeah, no, I mean since like uh middle school, like I had my own uh issues that I had to deal with and then I had somebody at so basically the guy who was Tom Brady, Desmond Howard Michael Phelps, all the great Michigan athletes was basically my uh, role model or mentor as a as a kid. So um, basically seeing the impact he had on those great athletes I just mentioned um, was kind of what got me into it. And he just has a, a, a master's, but I just wanted to, you know, get the doctor so that you can obviously go into many different fields. But uh, that's kind of what got me into it. He was a not a psychologist, but a like life coach and motivational speaker for for Michigan, gotcha. I guess you could say. Um, and yeah, he'd been there since late '80s. So um, mm. definitely, uh, his name's Greg Harden, but definitely, definitely G for sure. So, what would be your dream dream job, dream dream team? Like, if you could do it for any team anywhere, where, where would it be? Sure. Uh. Probably one of them Colorado teams, not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> go work for the Broncos, snowboard, smoke some weed, <laughs> and council. <laughs> oh, you go it. snowboarding. Oh, yeah, I, I board a little bit, but I mean, mm. I'm from Michigan, man, so yeah, gotta do the something only, in the winter. We only got that's a Michigan, that's a Michigan hobby, snowboarding, Michigan yeah. thing. Yeah, I've never seen a snowboard in real life, <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing special. <laughs> no, nah, that's down. Nah, that's dope right there. That's dope. Um, I had a question and I blanked out. Okay, who was your favorite? And you gotta answer the question because Gerard wiggled out of this shit. So it's on you to hold it down for the quarterbacks that's came on here. <laughs> who are you throwing to Virginia? You can use Maryland receivers too, but the audience ain't gonna know them like that. I'll, but, use, I'll use tech. Okay. It's third down. You need a crucial you need a crucial com- conversion. Who are you throwing to yeah. on third down out of all your receivers you play with? I'm going to be biased because of what he did for my career at Tech. So I'm saying okay. five. I'm saying Cam, Cam Phillips. Cam? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> fuck it, Cam down there somewhere was definitely <laughs> part of my So definitely Cam. I mean, his his quickness is route running for sure, but then I mean same with Zay right. But I I'll go I'll go Cam. Definitely yeah, go Cam. yeah Cam, Cam should be in the NFL right now. Thanks. 
Big fan. Yeah, and he balled in the XFL. Like, so yeah. I, don't, I don't know how the hell that isn't working out for him, but. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe he just didn't time well because there's always a game within the game. But he was—I mean, he was going to break every XFL record. That's if that league stayed uh, active, he was on his pay. He was on pace to break every record. He's like by far the best XFL receiver. I was surprised he didn't get on a roster. He was killing, and he's a tech. He was the tech, like all-time leader in receptions when he left. He should still be, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he's the receiving leader, right? Yeah, I think so. Or did Trey did Trey pass him? No, nah, I oh, think Trey no. is like seven, six or seven. Okay. okay. Yeah, Cam still has it. He's gonna hold it for a while. That's a hell of a record. Yeah, no, nah, I'll go. Yeah, definitely five. What did what did Gerard say? He didn't say nobody. He kept saying, "Oh, those my guys." He he, well, he had the quarterback all three of them at once. He had all three of them at once, so he was spoiled. Right. He was like, "Well, I just choose everybody." He he figured out of it because he could. Shit, I, especially like you think about that uh that pit game. Shit. Which oh man. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, yeah, nah, but yeah, that's for sure. Nah, that's that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Any any anything you got left, drift to X? Nah, I think I got everything off. You know, I would do some Michigan talk on the podcast, but no, nah, do some nobody, Michigan talk. Nobody. Well, we talked about it before, but uh, you know, so you went to Celine, and uh, I want to hear you know on the podcast, you know, where you would have rather gone to school because some people might know where it's at. Yeah, no, nah, I would have rather gone to Cast Tech, uh, Detroit Cast Tech. They were recruiting me, um, but. I will say this, like, I hated Celine, like, being in there in the school, but Joe Palka, their head coach, who's been there, they haven't lost a conference game in, like, nine years. Um, mm. He, that that dude, say, did everything for my football career. So, but, man, I couldn't stand Celine because it's a racist, stuck-up, fucking all-white school, and I, I could not stand that. But I wish I would have went to Cass Tech, but I lived in Ann Arbor, so Celine was the, just the easy yeah. choice. But, D- DPJ was down at Cass Tech at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we played against them in the in the Final Four. We beat them too. Um, but yeah, and they had I mean they had good quarterbacks there too that went um blanking on his name, but he went Mac, but uh yeah, I wish I would have gone there to, oh, tough. Oh yeah, and uh and KP came from Muskegon to Virginia Tech. Did you yep, did yep. you ever like scrimmage play against him, know about him from Michigan? Nah. I knew about him like when he when he visited, I was like his his host and everything, which his visit is probably the wildest night as a team. Uh, you talking like, about Khalil like, Pimpleton? Yeah. Yep. Because um, his visit, man, there was like, <laughs> I don't I, I mean, fuck it. But there was some crazy. He graduated. He, he just graduated. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There was a fight, man. And I'm not going to say like who all was in the fight. But it was the 2017 and 16 team there. Mm-hmm. And man, some guys from Radford showed up <laughs> and they just got the brakes beat off there. <laughs> <laughs> Radford. And I'll never forget Khalil Pimpleton. He's like, man, this is awesome. Y'all for real brothers out here and everything. Mm. Like, that's just how Pimp is. And man, nah, he, I never really. <laughs> 
like we never knew him uh before that, but man, Pimp Pimp's a great dude. Man, I shout out Pimp. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he should he's be in the carrying. NFL too. Yeah. He was he was balling at Central Michigan. He's carrying the home he, team. They, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Is he a senior this year? Yeah, he's going. I think he's heading to the draft, but they play in the uh in the Sun Bowl on Yeah, they play Washington, Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hey. KP was KP was good for sure. So okay, so to a non-Michigan person, what is on that other thing of Michigan? You got like the real Michigan, and then you got like the other piece. What goes on up there? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> Not much is up Nothing. There. It's, it's real nice up there. I heard. I ain't never been up there. But uh, shit, Drew, you got anything on that? Hey, on the jo- UP? hey Josh, if you snowboard. You like smoking nice weed? To go, go up to the fucking UP. <laughs> go, <laughs> go to uh, a uh, where. Michigan Tech is like uh, what's that Marquette and Marquette that's like area nine hours north yeah. though yeah but you gotta go I'm, for a weekend yeah God oh that's literally I'd rather fucking fly yeah for, I don't know if there's any planes that touch down over there man like but that's yeah that's so far north but I've Come, gone to like Boyne Brighton yeah Boyne uh, Boyne's nice whatever yeah but I mean that's it some 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 snowboarding some uh some hunting I never hunted before but. That's about it. Yeah. And a lot of a lot of cold weather. Mm. So it's like going to Canada almost. Yeah, it's like it's literally Canada. A yeah. lot of people have Canadian accents. Mm. Mm. Man, <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the whole state of Michigan, man. I never been up there. It was crazy finding out that y'all on East Coast time. I would have never guessed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we Central. Yeah, don't, I don't know how God made that work out, but that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, even there's parts of Indiana that are on Central Time, but even part like h- half of Indiana's on Central, half is on Eastern. There's parts of Indiana on East Coast Time. Yeah, yeah, most of yeah, it is. I'm, in Bloomington, it's East Coast. Mm-hmm. Like Gary, Indiana, that's on Central Time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, but once we start talking time zones, I lived on the East Coast my whole life, so I only my my family from Alabama. That's Central, so I just yeah. assumed Michigan was. Central time. Mm-hmm. New. Yeah. New, new, new. Wow, <laughs> shit, bro. It gets dark at like four o'clock here. It sucks. What? Yeah, don't don't come to Michigan yeah. any time past fucking October. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Four o'clock? Four got, o'clock dusk? It got, it got dark here probably today at like 4.30. Four o'clock dusk? Mm-hmm. It's the worst, it's the worst time of the year. Detroit. <laughs> Get a head start. You can start shooting at four o'clock. <laughs> Damn. Shout outs to Michigan. <laughs> That's it for Dolby Fridays, man. I want to thank our legendary guest, Josh Jackson, for coming Thanks. on. Anything left you got to say to the good people? Uh, no, nah, I ain't got nothing. Thank you for having me on, bro. Man, thank you. Drift, anything left you got to say to the people? Nah, I'm all good. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. man. Subscribe to the Patreon. You That's going get, up tonight. All the Patreon. Hey, listen, you, you broke motherfuckers. You got to wait. All, only the players get it early. So, hey, subscribe to the Patreon, man. Subscribe to Drift at DriftVT. Hell yeah. I said subscribe. Follow Drift at DriftVT. <laughs> Josh, what's your socials, bro? Uh, Joshy Jack 17, I think, is all of them. Joshy Jack 17. I like the consistency. Yes, sir. <laughs> One account for everything. Me, I'm all over the place. I might be Don V here. I might be 
if he tees you from V8 there, I might be some other shit somewhere else, but consistency, I like that. But that's it for Davi Fridays, man. Till next week, God bless.